Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 10 from the week of September 16th, 2018. So here we are in episode 10. This is uh, this is a milestone for me. I'm now in the double digits of podcast episodes. Uh, I honestly didn't think uh, I would be able to last that long, but uh, I did. And I think now that my process uh, of developing and producing an episode has become easier over time and less time consuming, it's been, it's been much easier to handle with uh, everything that's going on in my life. But uh, thank you guys again for the continuation of your support for the show. Um, it, it really does mean a lot, and it does keep me going. So anyways, I just wanted to say yay for double digits. Really exciting, I know. Anyways, but uh, so this week was actually a pretty slow news week. Um, there wasn't that much happening. Uh, there were some small news stories, but nothing crazy. Um, so I have uh, a few stories that I'm going to discuss, which is uh, a new VR experience featuring Wreck-It Ralph, uh, a few details over at the Early Morning Magic at Toy Story Land, uh, and the Disney parks are now going to have a sneak peek of the, their latest film, The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Um, and then uh, I got an interesting question from a listener this uh, this past week, and uh, it's it's about some of the deaths that have happened at, um, at Walt Disney World. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of touch on that later in the episode, and I think that might be a little interesting. Don't worry, this is still gonna be a a, a PG rated show, so nothing nothing crazy gonna that's gonna happen. But but yeah, so I thought it was gonna be an, an interesting conversation that I might have later. But uh but yeah, so let's just uh, let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press podcast.
Beginning this fall, Disney has announced that there will be a brand new hyper-reality experience called Ralph Breaks VR, and that is based on the upcoming movie Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, and so earlier this year, Star Wars Secrets of the Empire launched over at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World and at the Downtown Disney District in Disneyland. And if you're not familiar with the hyper-reality experiences, it's, it's pretty much... It's a big VR experience, and most of the time VR, you're you're stuck in one place. But with this, you're not. Um, so pretty much, what happens is is you put on a VR headset with like these like really cool headphones. You put on these packs on the like that go on the front uh, on the front of your body and on the back of your body, and you're you're in like a warehouse um, over in the downtown Disney and Disney Springs, and it's like you're you're walking around as a stormtrooper so it's it's a really cool experience uh and i I've, I've never done it but i really want to uh so that experience is is going on right now uh and that premiered early this year but the disney had announced like i said ralph breaks vr is going to be the next experience that guests can do so uh, Ralph Breaks VR will put you inside a multi-sensory Disney adventure where you'll be immersed in the worlds of the internet and online gaming with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Um, so this was actually created by the Walt Disney Company and ILMX Lab, and they're collaborating with the team at The Void uh, who helped create the um the hyper-reality experiment. So there's not a lot of details based on that right now, um, but you can keep checking back and we'll be sure to update you on everything. Um, but again, this is these you do have to buy tickets for this. Um, well, actually, I didn't say that before, but uh, you, do, you do have to buy tickets for this. Uh, and it's going to be happening this fall. But if, you're, if you can't wait for the Ralph v Breaks VR experience, you can actually uh, go and do the Star Wars Secrets of the Empire right now. But this sounds really cool, and I would love to do this. I really want to do the Star Wars one. Uh, I feel like next time I go to Disney, I do have to try one of these hyper-reality VR things because I've never seen anything like it before. I've done, like, some IMAX VR, but I was stationed in a chair, and I couldn't really do much. But this, you're actually running around like a warehouse and, and I guess, shooting at your enemies and doing all sorts of things, and you're, you're actually walking around as a stormtrooper. And I think Disney is just going to keep enhancing these experiences as times go as go as they go on. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for this. Uh, so yeah, again, if you want to check out Raph VR, it is happening this fall. But the uh, the next piece of news I'm going to be discussing is the early morning magic that's happening at Toy Story Land. So stay tuned so we can discuss that.
Back on episode 8 of the show, I discussed a few details about the hard-ticketed event called Early Morning Magic over at Toy Story Land. Uh, you will gain access to the land before the park opens, and you can experience the rides with uh, very little wait time. There will be character experiences and a breakfast buffet. So they gave a few updates on the, on the food that will be provided at the breakfast buffet. Uh, and just a heads up that the breakfast or yeah, the breakfast buffet is not located in Toy Story Land. Uh, and guests will have to venture over to the ABC Commissary on Commissary Lane. Uh, it's not terribly far. Or, I mean, it's really not too far at all. But it's just I figured it'd be in the land. But I guess everyone's kind of saying that Toy Story Land's a bit smaller than it seems. So I guess it would make sense to be over at the ABC Commissary. Some of the main dishes include Mexican corn chilaquiles and eggs bowl, shrimp and southern grits bowl, a fried chicken and cinnamon sugar French donut bowl, I really want that one, uh, smashed avocado toast plate, or toast egg plate, sorry, and a breakfast charcuterie platter. Um, so those are the main dishes that they have, but they will also have yogurt, cereal, fruit assorted pastries and lots more um and there will be a kids portion as well as for the buffet uh there will be fried chicken and cinnamon sugar french donuts or scrambled eggs and both come with sweet potato barrels which are uh tater tots uh disney just can't call them tater tots they have to call them potato barrels but uh, but yeah so that's the food that they announced is going to be over at the uh, early morning magic at Toy Story Land, um, and if you want to do this event, uh, this takes place on Mondays and uh, select Mondays and Wednesdays from 7:30 a.m. to 8:45 a.m. Uh, and breakfast is actually served until 10 a.m. Um, so pretty much for an hour and 15 minutes of exclusive access to Toy Story Land, uh, this hard ticketed event is. $79 plus tax per adults and $69 per child ages 3 to 9. Uh, and you need regular park admission as well. So uh, I kind of discussed this uh, again back on episode 8 in a little more detail. And I gave my thoughts there, but I'll say them quickly again. Um, to me, I don't think I would do this deal. It's $79 is a lot for the exclusiveness of the theme park or for sorry not the theme park for toy story land uh, i mean you do get breakfast with it which is which is a nice bonus but i mean to me i just don't think this is worth it but hey it might work for some people if they want to try to get as much as they've done for toy story land um but it, it's just it's not for me and i think that's uh, a, a little bit too much for me and I, I, i'd rather spend that money towards like a, a halloween party or something or just like another uh, expensive dinner but anyway so but yeah anyway sorry i was a little negative right there but uh, uh i just i just don't think this is a great deal uh, that's just my opinion but um but yeah so that's some of the main dishes that they're gonna have over at the breakfast buffet uh, and again, if you want to do this event, tickets are on sale now. So you just have to find a date that works for you. Um, and now we're just going to kind of move over to our next news item, which uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, Disney is releasing a sneak peek for the upcoming film, uh, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms.
So for a limited time, beginning on October 5th, uh, guests that are visiting the Disney parks will be able to preview 12 minutes of their new movie, which is Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Uh, and the sneak peeks, again, are planned for Disneyland and the Walt Disney World Resorts. Uh, so over at the California Adventure Park, the preview of the movie will be presented in 3D at the Sunset Showcase Theater over in Hollywoodland. And guests at Disney's Hollywood Studio will get to see this advanced look at a, a portion of the film uh, in the Walt Disney Presents attraction. Uh, so if you don't know much about the movie, I'm going to read this from the Disney blogs. It is Disney's The Nutcracker in the Four Realms showcases the wondrous journey of Clara who finds herself in a strange and mysterious parallel world, home to a host of eccentric characters and no shortage of surprises. It's there that Clara encounters a soldier named Philip, a gang of mice, and the regents who preside over the three realms. Land of Snowflakes, Land of Flowers, and Land of Sweets. Clara and Philip must brave the ominous Fourth Realm and its ruling tyrant, Mother Ginger, to return harmony to the unstable world. So, uh, check out the trailer. It is now online if you want to see that, if you're interested at all, or uh, you'll be able to see the sneak preak. Uh, sneak peek at the parks. Uh, I've, I've done this a few times for the sneak peeks. Uh, it's pretty cool that they show like a pretty much like an extended uh, version of the film. If you're if you're into that, um, I actually don't watch trailers for movies anymore, uh, and I find it to be a much more uh, delightful experience. But that's a conversation for another time. Um, so if you're interested in the movie, it actually comes out in 3D on November 2nd, 2018. And again, the previews start October 5th. Um, but that's kind of all the news that we had for this week. Uh, there were the three big news items that I just had bef uh, that I've d already discussed. There are some quick news items that I'm going to run through. Um, so I'm going to take a quick break and uh, we're going we're gonna to do some quick news. Right, so for the first item on our quick news segment here, uh, Ziploc bags will now be distributed on Splash Mountain. So there is a new sponsorship deal for Splash Mountain, and that's with SC Johnson and Son. Uh, and as a, a long-term deal, guests will have access to Ziploc bags at Splash Mountain. Um, and I know I always use bags like this or Ziploc bags when I go on the ride. I want to make sure I keep my wallet, my phone. I want to make sure everything everything stays dry. So it's nice that um, uh, that Disney will be providing this to the guests. Um, and at the end of the ride, uh, there will be recycling options uh, on the, at the exit if you don't want to reuse a Ziploc bag or if you just don't want to use it at all. So I think they hand it out to you regardless uh, getting on the ride. Um, but uh, you'll be able to recycle it at the very end if you don't want to hang on to it so i hope that doesn't become an issue at all um but i guess we'll we'll see because uh they they were they were expected to begin distribution for this back in august but 
this kind of interrupted with their Disney's announcement where they had planned to reduce plastic consumption, uh, which has led to the withdrawal of plastic straws and in-room plastic, um, hotel in-room plastic. So it's kind of interesting that they're doing this Ziploc thing uh, or Ziploc distribution now. Uh, it's kind of like, I guess, against what they were talking about with less plastic. So... Um, I, we'll see what happens with this. I mean, it's nice that they're handing it out, but uh, I just hope people just don't start littering it elsewhere. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, that's that's the first news item that we have today. And the next news item uh, is that Earl of Sandwich returns to Disneyland. So for a limited time, Earl of Sandwich is going to reopen in its limited, uh, original location at the downtown Disney district in Disneyland. Um, so if I don't know if you've ever had one of their sandwiches, but they're phenomenal. Uh, they have like hot and cold sandwiches and wraps and, and also as salads as well. Um, now, if, if you don't know, it actually closed because they were going to be doing a lot of renovations down over in that area uh, for the new hotel that they were building. But uh, I reported a couple weeks ago that the hotel is actually on pause right now. So I guess since they don't have much happening, they're reopening Earl of Sandwich until all of that gets figured out. Um, so yeah, there. That's gonna be reopening soon. Uh, there's no date on that yet, but I think uh, what I, another thing I do want to say is in the blog post they were talking about a bunch of different, a uh, bunch of new restaurants that were opening at uh, Disneyland, and one of them is I didn't know this was happening. They did announce this already, but I, uh, I didn't know this. But Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes will make their debut uh, debut over at Disneyland. Now, if you're if you're local to like New Jersey or New York City, um, and or you might have even seen this on your on like Facebook because it, it was it has been popularized on social media a lot. But Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes actually makes these phenomenal, gorgeous-looking, sweet, chocolatey, gummy, whatever you want to do it. They make these just crazy milkshakes. Um, I know you've seen them on social media. They're they're just these crazy looking milkshakes. Um, if you don't, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just Google Black Tap milkshakes, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But this is actually coming to Downtown Disney soon. Um, I, I don't have any announcements or, or any uh, dates when that's going to open, but that is going to be coming soon. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of say that because I thought that was really cool. But um. The one in New York City that's near me, the, that always has like a couple hour wait to get in. It just, it takes a really long time to get in there because it became so popular on social media that it just blew up and everyone everyone wanted to go there. Uh, I've never been, um, I really want to go. My wife has been and she, she's loved it. So it's kind of cool that this is coming over to Disneyland. Anyways, uh, again, Earl Sandwich is returning to the downtown Disney district. So the next uh, quick news item is that the Rose and Crown Pub over at the um, uh, Epcot Center in the World Showcase Pavilion, uh, it's going to be having its own tea time. Um, the tea is going to be taking place at 9.45 a.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays over in the United Kingdom Pavilion, uh, and the cost is $30 a person. Uh, now, if you don't know... 
Uh, this actually kind of happened, or this does happen over at the Grand Floridian Resort in the Garden Tea Room, where you uh, we go sip on tea, have like little finger foods, scones, like sandwiches, um, and it's just it's tea time. So uh, they are they are now doing that at the Rose and Crown, uh, and this experience starts on September 28th. Uh, and there is a report that. Uh, the Disney mini uh, sorry, the Disney's minivan service is set to move to a new distance-based pricing model in the coming days. Um, currently, you can travel to and from any location in Walt Disney World for $25 per trip per vehicle, um, and if you're on Lyft, it's actually based on like distance. Um, and then they also announced that the private ride service will expand to outside. Uh, Disney-operated locations such as Bonnet Creek, Flamingo Crossing, and Hotel Plaza Boulevard Hotels. Um, and then you can now also go to and from the Orlando International Airport, which I reported uh, not long ago. So uh, I saw this report on WDWMagic.com. I haven't really found much else, but they're, they're pretty reliable with their news sources. So That'd be kind of cool if the minivan service is going to be doing distance-based pricing instead of the $25 per trip per vehicle. Um, so I'll let you know what happens with that. Um, and then the last news item of the day is that uh, the world, uh, the Swan and Dolphin Resort has confirmed plans to build a new tower. Uh, so it's going to be a 14-story tower that's adding 349 rooms with... It's going to have a meeting space, swimming pool, and a restaurant with a bar and lounge. And that is set to open in 2020. And apparently it's going to be built on the space that's currently occupying the resort's tennis courts. So they're going to need all that space when uh, Galaxy's Edge opens up in uh, 2019. And especially for the 50th anniversary in 2021. So I, I, I think I was discussing in the past couple of weeks that Disney needs more resorts uh, and they need more rooms because it's hard to get uh, availability. But so, yeah, that's kind of cool. I've never stayed at the Swan and Dolphin, but I love the area that it's in. Uh, it's it's kind of neat what's what's over there with like the boardwalk and you can walk kind of walk through that area. So uh, I'm not sure if I would ever I'm not sure if I would ever stay over at the Swan and Dolphin, but uh, it does seem kind of cool, but I'm not sure if I if I would. But I'm just glad that they are adding more rooms. I think this is a good thing. Um, but that's it. That's all for the news this week. There, it was really slow, very slow news week. Um, I think ha Halloween's just in full full gear right now. That's going off. The food and wine festivals happening. Uh, so nothing much is really being announced. Um, so, so yeah, so that's it for the news this week. Uh, but we, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna move on over to listener questions, or should I just say just one listener question for this week, but it's an interesting topic. Uh, and I think you'll want to stick around for that, but all right, uh, just stay tuned and we'll be right back.
So every week I give uh, my listeners the opportunity to ask me a question over on Instagram. I put up a uh, Instagram story where I asked or I posed the question that you can ask me anything, uh, whether it's like Disney parks related. Um, and I'm, I've always been willing to answer anything. Uh, but I guess I just never realized that I'd be asked this, this one question uh, this week. Um, so Jessica over on Instagram asked me, about uh, how many deaths have there been over at Walt Disney World. Um, now, so I'll just give you a warning. I will discuss uh, about this, or I will discuss this, but it's going to be PG rated. I'm not going to go into like crazy details or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just giving you a full warning. Uh, so if you don't want to listen to this, you could just skip ahead and uh, catch up a bit later. But so yeah, so her question again was, uh, how many deaths have there been over at Walt Disney World? Now, I just I did some research on this, um, and surprisingly, there's been a lot, um, but you, it's not as bad as you would think it is. It's not like a lot of people have been, there's been like attraction, I mean, there have been some attraction incidents and stuff like that, but most of it is due to natural causes. Um, so people might have been riding a ride and they found out that they have like a weak heart, um, or people, yeah, people come off rides, they feel ill and something happens and it's just uh, something like a disorder that they have. So, uh, surprisingly, yes, there have been a lot of deaths at Walt Disney World, but it's mostly been to natural causes. Now I was debating whether or not to like discuss uh, certain deaths in depth, but I, I realized that I, I really just don't want to do that on, the, on, on this podcast, but, um, there have been some tragic incidents over the, over the years. Luckily there haven't been, uh, too many that involved guests. Um, I, I found that a lot of the incidents that had happened, uh, at the Disney parks uh, have involved the co- the the people that work there. I mean, I'm not saying it's any better than the guests. It's still tragic, but uh, I've actually found that there were more incidents involving the cast members that that work there. Um, but again, there there have been some incidents over the years with with the guests passing away from one way or another. Um, and again, I just don't feel right uh, describing any of those situations. Um, but yeah, so so Jessica, to answer your question, there there have been uh, a, a good amount, but I think in I think in in the ratio of the people that visit the park to the amount of deaths that have happened over however so however so many odd years, like it's very few in between. Um, I mean, so there's a lot of incidents that happen every year. Like I, I think I saw that. Disney gets sued about a hundred times each year over different incidents, but luckily the the deaths are pretty low within Walt Disney World, and I just really hope it stays that way. I mean, Disney Disney really cares about safety for everyone, and um, I'm just I'm just glad that happens. But it's surprisingly, some of the the deaths have involved like Disney transportation but uh, buses, um, and then. Uh, just some other again I, I want to say stuff but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into any detail about anything but but yeah so so yep just that's uh if you want to know more I there is a whole wiki Wikipedia page about the deaths of Walt Disney World you can look into that if you want to know more but 
but yeah guys uh, that's that's the only question that I had for this week um, and it's I guess it's it's interesting it's an interesting topic but I, I think it just goes to show how how safe you can feel at Disney with how many how little incidents that there are uh, and like I said a lot of the incidents are just from natural causes um, so it's really it's really nothing too too terrible but anyways all right well so that's gonna so that's gonna end this segment um but yeah so that's it so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot you on over to the outro Well, that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode, and uh, I'm sorry that it's a bit shorter this week, but it was it was very light on the news. Uh, <laughs> there really wasn't much happening, so, but uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of good for me because this week has, has been super nuts for me, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of glad to get like a quick break. Um, but next week should be a fun episode, so I would definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, but yeah, so... If you're not subscribing to the podcast already, make sure you do so. You can do that over on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, or however you listen to podcasts. Um, and if you can leave a review, uh, please do so. It'll it'll really help us out. Uh, and if you haven't checked out our website yet, you can find all episodes over at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and if you're not following us on social media, you can find us at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, if you want to shoot me an email, ask me any questions or anything like that, you can uh, you can shoot an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if also, uh, also if you're subscribed to the Anchor app, uh, you can actually send me a voice message. Uh, so if you have tips, comments, or any other questions about a previous show, let me know and I could play uh, the message on an upcoming episode. But uh, that's it for this week's folks. And uh, just thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.